News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Macias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change that our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Guys, our sponsor for today's show is Patriot Academy. PatriotAcademy.com. You have heard me talk about this organization, but um, this truly is, for many students, a life-altering event. Um, I cannot tell you how many 16, 17, 18, 20, 25-year-olds that have gone to this leadership program and come out with an entirely new direction for their life. You can go to patriotacademy.com to find out where they do these events, but essentially they take these students and they go through a week of being a legislator. They actually debate in the in the Texas House of Representatives, in the uh, Delaware House of Representatives, Idaho House of Representatives. It's an incredible experience. I have been involved with them. I believe in what they do. In fact, if you contact them and tell them that you heard about them through the Luke Macias show, I will contribute toward your uh, fee of actually attending. If you know a student that needs to go, that needs direction for their life, they're going to have an opportunity to learn about worldview, about free market economics, about the values that hold society together, and they're going to have an opportunity to be equipped to be a part of making the change that our community, our state, our nation need. So patriotacademy.com, we're grateful for their willingness to sponsor this podcast, and we also want to encourage each and every one of you to check them out. Please do so today. Welcome to episode 28 of the Luke Macias Show, guys. To, uh, this week is our bi-weekly just quick update on things going on. Next week, we will share a conversation with you. We are actually teaming up again with Paul Hastings and his podcast, Compelled, to bring you one of the best conversations I think he's ever shared on his podcast and is with a woman who leads a prison ministry here in Texas. And so for those who are involved in criminal justice reform and understand that we need a rehabilitative criminal justice system as much as one that enacts justice, um, I think y'all will really enjoy this conversation. This is a woman who has been involved in prison ministry dealing and ministering to women on death row. And uh, she just shares her testimony and the testimony of people's lives in prison and how they've been affected by the truth and peace that comes through the gospel. And so we are going to share that with y'all next week. And the reason we're doing that is because I am actually on vacation. Um, and for anybody who's following Texas politics for the next two weeks, they know that I'm probably not actually going to be on full vacation for the entire time. Unfortunately, I had promised my wife that two weeks I was going to be unplugged for the most part, and um, with everything going on at the Capitol, that's probably not as likely to be the case. In fact, while you're listening to this on Monday, we will be flying out Monday night to go to the beautiful Estes Park, Colorado for two weeks with my family and with some friends of ours for a couple days, and so it's going to be an awesome time, which is why next week you're going to get a, uh, a conversation that Paul was gracious enough to lend us from the Compelled podcast, um, and I think it's something that y'all will really enjoy. That being said, there are two things I wanted to talk to you about today, and they're not specific news updates. One is that um, evil exists, and uh, it's something we all know, but it is highlighted a little bit more recently in the shooting that happened in El Paso, leaving 20 Texans dead, a individual um, who is a, uh, at this point been identified as a white supremacist and somebody who very was clearly troubled um, and was uh, was decided to take that out on a lot of other 
people. Evil exists, and evil people commit violent acts against people. And um, you know, I'm a strong believer that we were never exper- we were never designed or created to experience death. And so, death, even when it comes naturally at old age, is still filled with sorrow and grief. But when it comes early on in life through a violent act of another hateful person, it causes an even more significant mourning and even more pain and even a broader ripple effect of people just taking a step back. Though I hope that people didn't just wake up today or yesterday or the day before and think to themselves, wow, evil exists in this world. Because anybody who has looked at human history or anybody that walks the streets on a regular basis should recognize that evil exists. And if we recognize that it exists, it should change how we then act. And if you actually believe that men's heart are all wicked and have the ability to commit wicked acts, it will even change the way you prioritize your own life and you decide how to spend your time and you decide how to heal your wounds. And so I want to encourage everybody to really examine yourself because if you think that you could never commit violence against somebody else, I think you're fooling yourself. I think it's important to recognize that uh, you are a couple really bad decisions away and a couple really bad um, ideas in your head that you don't get worked on from making that same mistake. And there's healing and redemption that happens and peace that happens. And I found it at the cross of Christ. And so evil exists, but we also know that uh, I hope one thing I, I think I've tweeted this out a couple days ago, but it was just the fact that on Sunday morning I saw, you know, politicians lining up to be on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News, and I hope and pray that none of you were turning on cable television to decide um, what the answers were to the evil that existed. I hope more of you found yourself in church pews, maybe uh, when you hadn't been there before, and uh, getting an opportunity to hear the truth of the answers to evil. Even all that we have, we do not have a clear explanation for every single instance of evil, but we do have some peace. Jesus Christ in his time on earth said, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. The last thing I'll say, and uh, many of you have been following politics for the last uh, week, you know that Michael Sullivan came out and accused the Speaker of the House, Dennis Bonin, and Dennis Burroughs from uh, trying to uh, offer him a quid pro quo deal, and uh, they tried to offer him a uh, an opportunity, and they, according to his allegations, said that they wanted him to not target uh, most Republicans in the Republican caucus, but... They would give him a handful of people that they wanted him to go after, and they actually gave him a list of 10 targets that they hoped he would go after. And, uh, and then in return, he, his organization would be granted media credentials, which is an official act, um, and that, uh, that that would be given to him in return for his cooperation um, if they would reach this agreement or understanding or deal. Um, and so that has been probably the only thing that a lot of people in Texas politics have talked about. Michael made these accusations. The speaker came out with about three pages of explanations denying all of the allegations and um, firmly stating that this did not happen. And then Michael came out and said that he had a recording of it. 
So for the last week or so, um, Republican lawmakers, conservative activists, and Republican leaders have had an opportunity to listen to the recording. Um, if it, most everyone who I know knows that I've listened to the recording, and I am encouraging other Republican lawmakers, conservative people, and party leaders to also listen to the recording as well. At some point, it's going to come out publicly. And um, the biggest thing I just want to continue, and I've been thinking, it's been on the forefront of my mind, but you know, politics isn't a game. And a lot of people view it as such. If your life isn't politics, you kind of watch it as a game. If you watch it on Fox News and you follow it on Politico and you read some blogs and you get on Twitter, politics is like it's an arena that you're viewing. Um, and the truth is that a lot of people who get involved don't get involved and with the intention of treating it like a game, but they end up feeling like they're in this adult version of, you know, secret Hitler, if any of y'all have played that game, or chess, or whatever other strategy-related game they find themselves playing, and uh, they forget that everybody's actions are affecting real lives, and uh, your policy is literally life-or-death policy. If it's talking about the death penalty or criminal justice reform, if you're talking about whether or not we're going to recognize the unborn human beings that are in our society as human beings worthy of protecting, these are literally life-and-death decisions, and some people can just get so caught up in the theater that it becomes a game. And game and real life are traded treated very differently. I mean, here is the reality. If I play Monopoly or I play Secret Hitler or I play Risk or I play any of these other strategy games that I played growing up and sometimes still enjoy playing today, I love games. If you come over to my house, I'll play any type of game with you. But it is much less about how you play the game and more about whether you win or not. That's just the truth. If it's a game, that's the goal. That's what you're trying for. You want to win the dice game. You want to win poker. You want to win Secret Hitler. You want to own the Monopoly board. You want to rule the world in risk. But here's the truth, that when you engage in the political process, and so many people who listen to this, and I got encouraged just this week by several people who came up to me and thanked me, and they said they were listening to this podcast on a regular basis. And for those of you doing that, I really am encouraged by your continued engagement. But the truth is that when it comes to um, y'all's engagement in this situation, it's how you play it. You do not know if you're going to win. You don't enter any of these engagements, whether it's fighting for pro-life policy or fighting to get somebody who you know would be a better public servant in a certain community elected or fighting against your own incumbent politician who's not doing a good job or fighting in favor of reelecting somebody like Chip Roy, who's my congressman, who I hope to fight hard to preserve as my representative. You don't know the end of the game. You don't always get to win. But in this real life situation, how you play it is more important than whether you win it. And that is the distinction between having your friends over and playing some board game and engaging in the actual real life political theater that goes on on a regular basis here in Texas. And I hope that people recognize and remember that as they watch this entire drama between Michael Sullivan, Dustin Burroughs, and Dennis Bonin unfold. Thank you so much for listening. 
we will have a quick word from our sponsor. Um, Patriot Academy is our sponsor again. They just finished up their entire uh, group. In fact, I got to share a devotion with them. I actually meant to record it so that I could share it with y'all on the podcast, and I'm really sorry I didn't, um, but the Lord, uh, I think, did impact some lives and impacted my own life through my devotion, which is what I get more out of my devotions, I think, than most people I get to share them with. But I'm sorry I didn't record that. I would have loved to share that with y'all in the next several weeks. Um, but they have completed all of their uh, summer leadership academies. So I would love for y'all, though, to continue to engage with them. If you know anybody across the country who is somebody between 16 and 25, just have them look at the website and sign up for looking ahead into 2020 because it's a phenomenal program. And I saw and witnessed students' lives changed even this week in the Texas Capitol who showed up and left saying, this is what I want to do. I want to make an impact on my culture. I want to make a difference. I want to engage in the battle and I feel like I'm more equipped to do it now. So please continue to engage with them. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Subscribe so that you get these on a weekly basis. Thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, I will enjoy the Colorado mountains and will be checking in and not enjoying my vacation as much um, because the next two weeks we'll likely see a lot of uh, reactions and actions on the part of the Texas legislature. So keep tuned stay tuned for all of you because the next two three four five weeks are very important when it comes to what republicans are going to look like when it goes into the 2021 legislative session and how well we are going to be united going into november of 2020 and i pray that we come out stronger and i know we can and will as long as people remember that politics isn't a game and the importance is not whether you win the game but how you play it thank you Thank you for listening to The Luke Messias Show. If you value this content and want our message to spread, please consider three of the following steps. One, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a review. Two, visit LukeMessias.com and sign up for our email alerts. And three, follow Raz and I on Twitter and visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Luke Messias Texas. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Luke Macias, Texas. Thank you so much and God bless.